Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome along to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along, it's Rob Riles welcoming you very warmly to another edition. Now in today's edition, I'm going to take a meander through one or two key points about true, authentic leadership, leading a good life, inspiring others and being the person, the human being that is a true leader. Now there's so much spoken today about leadership. The internet is awash with it. There is no shortage of information. And it's at times like this that I often think things need to be re-evaluated and often simplified. I think it was Emerson who said, simplify, simplify, simplify. Now, not everything is as easy as that, is as low resolution as that, and the devil is often in the detail. And there are many things to success, but there are, without a doubt, a few key things that are absolutely fundamental that if we get away from them, we lose the track or the drift of what it is that we are trying to achieve. Now, one of the things, obviously, on leader, manager, coach that we're passionate about and that we emphasize is real leadership. And I was reminded this week by Ryan Holiday, who is an absolute forefront leader in the Stoic philosophy. And one of the things he reminded me about, as many as well as many other people, is that a leader is not someone with a name on a door. That is humanly created. A leader is a doer. A doer. Somebody who does something who takes action, not somebody who just speaks, not somebody with great rhetoric, somebody who does something. And he cites the great example of Marcus Aurelius, who was known in his life in the Roman Empire, and probably one of the reasons he is so renowned, is that he would go into one of the far-flung regions of his empire and just start to do things and create small changes in society that had positive effects. And he would then, over a period of time, watch the ripples grow as people got satisfaction, saw results, and didn't just think it was all hot air. I think one of the problems that you'll quite quickly come across with people's opinions of politicians today is that they are great at talking things through, but not so great at doing things. Who are the people we remember as true leaders? They are the people who did things. The Mother Teresas of this world, the Marcus Aureliuses of this world, the Gandhis of this world, the Winston Churchills of this world, whether you believe or agree with their personal standpoints or philosophies or not is not the point. The point is that they were people, individuals who took action. They are not just figureheads 
They were solvers of problems. And one of the things in life that occurs is that you will get paid for the problems that you solve. When you go out the door in the morning on your way to work, whatever that is, keep in mind that your job, whether you're a multi-million pound business leader, you are a house husband, a housewife, you run a kids football team, you are a gymnastic coach, a swimming coach, you are just making your way in the world, whatever it is, remind yourself constantly that you are here to solve problems. You are here to get things done. You are not here to have an easy life, find a lottery win and sit on a beach hoping that everything will be okay and that you're okay on your little island. It doesn't work like that and we'll come to that point in a minute. A great lesson. Be a doer. It will take you far. That brings me on to the second point and I'm not unrealistic. In fact, I hope and believe that I'm quite realistic. But I want to say something now that some of you may disagree with. Very little is hopeless. Now, hopeless means no hope whatsoever. I'm not talking about ridiculous things that you may consider like raising the dead. I'm not talking about ignoring reality. I am talking about a lack of hope. Life is hard, brutal, challenging. Probably things will take 10 times as long as you thought they will take. They will be 10 times harder and you may not get anywhere near achieving what it is that you thought you would do in the time frame that you hoped. But, but, there are too many stories and there is too much evidence about human beings, about individuals who have achieved great things from seemingly hopeless situations. People who have had challenging lives, who have been the products of addiction, if that's the correct phrase. They have been imprisoned. They have done malevolent things, repented and moved on. They've been illiterate. They've been born and lived in societies where they were controlled. They were financially bereft. They had, by all accounts, no means whatsoever. Yet little by little, degree by degree, which is the only way that nature works anyway, the way that babies grow, the way that grass grows, the way the wind blows, the way the world changes, the way that buildings come about, degree by degree, they clawed their way back and upwards and onwards using that power of momentum to achieve great things. That is the power of faith. And this is not a religious podcast, but there is a reference in biblical texts to if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. And the reason that a mustard seed is used as the example is because it is so relatively small. But from that mustard seed can grow great things. So it is likely that your situation is not hopeless. It is just challenging. Welcome to the world. And that leads me on to the next point. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast. Jordan Peterson talks about it. And it's that thing that drives us all. What is it that makes us do what we do? Now, when it's all peeled back, 
when it's all taken away, taken down, peeled back from whatever arena it is you work in, whether you're running your own business, accumulating wealth, putting some security in for your family, climbing a career ladder, whatever it is you're doing, peel it back, but layer by layer by layer. And the chances are that somewhere along there you will come to the bottom line. And that bottom line may well be something along the lines of your body, the natural state of your body, is creating and releasing a hormone into your body, into your bloodstream called dopamine. And dopamine is that feel good thing that we get when we feel good, happy, successful, positive. Unfortunately, it is the thing that drugs release, stimulate, facilitate the release of into our body that make us addicted to them. And it is the release and rush of dopamine that makes people feel happy, secure, warm, comfortable, and positive when they have that hit of that chemical that they then become addicted to. Now, people become addicted to exercise because exercise gives you dopamine. People become addicted to creating wealth because that that creation of that wealth gives people a rush of dopamine. But, and here is the but, which is what I want to talk about. All that is pretty much non-negotiable. It's pretty much proven. Is that it's the hope that gives you the dope. It's the hope that gives you the dope. It's not the achievement or it's not the acquisition necessarily. Because yet today's success is tomorrow's irritation. Today's happiness is tomorrow's misery. Once you have achieved something, your levels of happiness, of feeling good, start to dwindle pretty quickly. Why do people after surgery, which they've looked forward to for so long to relieve their symptoms, why do people after childbirth, after looking forward to it for so long, why do people after great successes often achieve low periods in their life that could be termed depression, depending upon their diagnosis? Because there is a false thought process that once you have achieved something and, and are on a plateau, after that you are the world champion, you have your baby, you have your family, your husband, your big house, your wealth, your island, your whatever it is, your A license, your, your next gold medal, everything will be okay. Are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com leader manager coach. Everything won't be okay because your body will tell you that you need to move on and get into your next hero's journey. And again, we've talked about hero's journeys many times on the podcast because because it's the hope on the journey. So therefore, it is the journey itself, the hero's journey that feeds us with our sustenance, our dopamine. It's proven by human society that you give a set of human beings everything they want in life, 
And remember this, beware of getting everything you want. It probably will destroy you because they give human beings everything they want, all the comforts they need, all the security they need, the wealth, the food, the grapes, the warm baths, the cessation of every human desire, food, water, friendship, companionship, sexual, material, and people start to get destructive after a while, behaving badly, destroying things, messing things up, looking for other options to try and fulfill themselves. What is it? It is the undeniable, uncrushable human spirit looking for future growth, further development on the hero's journey. If you want to get spiritual about it, it is the omnipresent, omniscient power of the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, Allah, manifesting in human form because the only thing that that ultimate omniscient, omnipresent power lacks is lack itself. So it has to use something to make it up. You need a reason. You need a challenge. You need a hole in your life that you need to fill, a mountain to climb if you are to be ultimately or live a meaningful life that actually fulfills you and makes you feel good about what it is you're doing. Sometimes we have to go through those things and actually achieve things in order to realize that that is true. And on the way, we will have to build relationships. That's for certain. And remember, on your journey, what you are trying to do, what you're aiming to do, is you are aiming to increase the value of your stock. You could look your, look at yourself as a multi-billion dollar pound tacker, whatever it is, business. You are aiming to increase the value of your stock every day, little by little by little by little. How do you do that? It's how you are with other people, the relationships you build. Not networking for networking's sake to get a little black book that's full of people with millions of dollars and pounds and great, great opportunities for you. Although that's a strategy. It's about, as it says in the book, filling up your storehouse in heaven. Doing things for other people. Doing things for your community. Being a net positive giver, not a net taker. The law of compensation as Emerson says, being long-term focused, doing things, slowly building up your stock. Because believe you me, whoever you help on the way up, they will either help you on your way down or they will push you further. Believe you me. It's about investing in yourself and investing in other people. And that leads me on to the fourth point I just want to talk about. There's that very interesting game, if you like, or scenario called the prisoner's dilemma. And it's basically about how you see human nature. And the prisoner's dilemma is essentially, as far as I understand it, two people are accused of a crime. They are taken into separate rooms and the prisoners have options. So independently, they can both say, well, yeah, I'm guilty. And they're both guilty. One can say, well, I'm not guilty, but he is or she is. Or they can both deny it. And there's been studies done on circumstances like this. And it turns out, if you look at the research, that truth 
and honesty and putting others first is the best long-term strategy. It might seem very attractive with the devil on your shoulder to say, it wasn't me, I had nothing to do with it, it was them. But it appears that that long-term, over the long-term, is a poor strategy. And if you believe, no matter what the consequences, that truth and honesty are the best way forward, there is no response to this dilemma other than the truth anyway. But that lead, this leads us on to more of a, or a less acute situation where when you come across something or somebody in life, and I'm not talking about being completely naive, it is better to give people the benefit of the doubt and see them positively and respond in a positive way and then see how it goes rather than treat them badly unless they prove otherwise. Now, I am not saying don't do due diligence in business deals. I am not saying don't do your homework, research people. I am not saying that at all. I am saying when you have done that, you have done your due diligence and you believe you are in a trusting situation, trust the other person because they are trustworthy. Don't treat them as malevolent or distrustful. Otherwise, the outcome will be less beneficial. They've even done research on, is it better to just do tit for tat? Where somebody does something good for you, so you do something good for them. Somebody does something bad for you, to you, affecting you, you do the same to them. It's called a tit for tat relationship. And it's deemed to be a relatively okay way to live your life. But what it appears even more successful to do is to be that net giver. So in that game where you're given an amount of money and you have to unknowingly give an amount of money to somebody else, people tend to give 50% because that's fair. Big tick, it's fair. You're not wanting more than them. You're not taking more than them. You're giving exactly what you've got. Here's a question. Why not give them 60% and you have 40? 70, 30? 80, 20, 90, 10. Why not? Now, I'm not telling you to do one thing or the other, and neither is anybody else. But there is a lot of evidence that giving more than you take has very, very positive long-term effects. You could call it going the extra mile. And I can assure you from speaking to other people that... It is not crowded along the road of the extra mile. So you will be amongst a few people who stand out when you decide that that is the road that you're taking. The journey of the extra mile. So beware of the road that you decide to take on your hero's journey. So that's it. Those are the few or the four or five things I just wanted to talk about that have come across my path this week. Being a doer, not having a title on your door. Understanding very little is hopeless. Understanding it's the journey, not the, not the destination. Building your long-term stock and maybe a little bit of an insight into understanding human relationships and that dilemma of how much we give. Leader, manager, coach. Catch you later. Bye-bye.